When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Raw Motivations here today. I want to come and talk to you again about narcissism. And the biggest thing you can invest in on a day-to-day basis is on you, nobody else. We've talked a lot on this channel of like you can't change other people. You can't change the narcissist or other people in your lives. The only person you can change is you. And how are you going to do that on a day-to-day basis? If you're interested in learning more, go to my website or just type in rawmotivations.com. If you guys don't know who I am already, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations and I'm on this platform as well as TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as a self-aware narcissist to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. Awareness about what narcissism is and the shit that it causes on a day-to-day basis. To provide growth, healing, and change through interacting with different people, whether that's on one-on-one Zoom calls or you know coaching events, different things like that, or maybe on Monday nights if you come see us on, on the NARC app to be able to say, hey, this is the question and answer that you have. Let's work on your closure. Let's work on you understanding what's actually happening so that you can figure out how to heal, how to grow, how to move to the next level. And we do that on a day-to-day basis through dropping nuggets of truth on all different platforms. We do that on YouTube here to be able to provide longer videos on live events, all different types of stuff. If you haven't had a chance, download the NARC app, N-A-R-C. It's Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people that are there engaging on a day-to-day basis for their healing, for their growth, as they continue to work on changing themselves to be a better person on a day-to-day basis. Because you have to understand, to learn all you can about narcissism, to learn everything of the shit that you went through, then the focus has to turn and has to start focusing on you. How are you going to change? How are you going to develop on a day-to-day basis? What are you going to invest time, money, energy into you? Because so often the narcissist steals that and rips that away. And you no longer have a chance to think about yourself, to think about what is actually helpful, what is actually benefiting me and my growth and my journey. It's time to take back your power and to focus on yourself, focus on your journey of how are you going to grow, heal, and change so you can be happy and healthy. And how can you continue to move forward? and have it all in life that you want and that you need that someone else is not limiting or controlling or manipulating you not to be able to succeed in life. We'd love to be able to talk to you, whether that's a one-on-one, join the challenge, check us out. We'd love to interact with you today. However, we're going to be talking about the narcissistic family profile. A little bit different. We haven't really discussed much of this. We're still going through the book here, The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. So if you haven't had a chance, check this out sometime. It's a fantastic book. We've been getting a lot of information from it and just trying to share it from my perspective of what's actually going on with the narcissist aspect. But we want to talk about the narcissistic family profile. Like what's that actually look like? We've broken it down in four different ways in this book. I want to read a section, kind of explain a little bit, and we'll kind of walk from there. Okay. So first one is going to be repressed needs. Narcissistic family profile, repressed needs. Okay, Children in narcissistic families learn to meet their parents' needs while burying their own. They learn that to survive, they must constantly work to read their parents' emotions while masking or faking theirs. Such children typically grow up feeling depressed, isolated, distrustful, self-doubting, and dislocated from their emotions 
with little idea why. They may regard their parents and their childhood as normal, even idyllic, and yet carry around feelings of fear, anger, and despair. I realize a lot of the people that I'm talking to on this video right now, you might identify that not because you're the person doing that, but because you've been the person that that's been done to. You've been the child in that relationship that was narcissistic where you realize, hey, I have to hide my feelings. I have to hide what I'm going through. And on a day-to-day -day basis, that might look different. It might be be with the, the parent that has an addiction where you're like, I have to hide you know, how I feel sad about them drinking all day and I have to clean up the whole house and I have to serve them when they're not doing anything. Or I have to be the one that serves that person when you know they're cooked out on drugs and no one is taking care of the crying baby because they're passed out. I'm the one that has to take care of you know, another sibling's emotions because mom or dad just shoved the door in their face and said, I don't care. A lot of you connect with this because you've seen it happen in that relationship. You've seen it happen in the way you were brought up. Your emotions weren't okay to express. And as a result, you might end up having, it says, carry around the feelings of fear, anger, and despair, oftentimes touching into depression, isolation, distrustful, and self-doubting, or disconnected from emotions. If that's you, first off, I would say, hey, please get help. Work with someone to be able to understand what you've gone through. The early childhood development and the child, the inner child work is crucial and is important of healing yourself coming out of that family dynamic. So with the narcissistic family profile, you have the repressed needs, but then you also have hidden dysfunction. Narcissist families often appear relatively functional on the surface. This is because the narcissistic personality aspires to perfection and typically works to present a well-polished image of success to the world. Parents may have decent or even high-status jobs and keep up appearances with children's material needs met. But like a shiny red apple with a mealy rot inside, below the surface, the sheen of children's emotions, needs are ignored, resented, and perhaps even maligned. The, uh, the parents are emotionally unavailable to the children while expecting the children to cater to them. Did this happen in your family? There's countless people that I talk to that have been brought up in a narcissistic family and a narcissistic aspect that they had to be able to give that perception to everybody else. They're like, hey, everything seems normal. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The parents made it seem normal, like everybody else thought that it was normal, all this type of stuff, but they just, they got to a place where they felt like the abuse, the back and forth, the the rot in one sense that was inside the, the marriage or the family, they thought that was normal. And over time, that cognitive dissonance of saying like, hey, this is, doesn't feel right, but hey, this is what's normal, ends up being a place where people leave those familiar relationships and they go, then they try to get married or be with a relationship and they find someone really toxic because they're looking for someone that has the same stuff. That's, oh, that's what love is. That's what love when I can't share my emotions. That's what love when there's a connecting point after a giant argument. That's what love is. And people go after this stuff because they've been brought up in it and it seems normal. 
The third one of the narcissistic family profile is perfect parents. Particularly bedeviling aspect of the life in the narcissistic home is that parents may send the message directly or indirectly that they are the best parents on earth and express and expect their kids to mirror that back to them. Parents may even describe themselves as great, wonderful, or perfect mothers or fathers and actively worked at building their image within their social circles and community. The kids quickly learn never to question them or to complain while also giving constant recognition and reinforcement for anything they get, even minimal parenting. Often such parents expect their children to conform to their narrative for their parenting by presenting well in ways they value, whether it be academically, socially, artistically, uh, athletically, or otherwise. A lot of times the parents want their kids to conform in a certain way, but be able to uphold that image by saying, hey, we are good parents. You should be grateful because we give you a roof over your heads. Never mind the abuse, never mind the emotional abuse, never mind the trauma that we put you through, but you should be grateful because of X, Y, and Z. And a lot of times they wanna paint that picture of, hey, we are the perfect family, we are the perfect people. And they expect that to be validated by the kids. And when the kids start to validate that, when they start to placate to their demands, it ends up being a thing that it starts to mess with their mind too of like, wait a second, like maybe they are. Maybe I just have a skewed version of what's actually true or what's actually right. Oftentimes not. Oftentimes the kids have a better idea of what's going on than the parents do. Number four, denial and secrecy. Family denial and secrecy are necessary to keep the narcissistic system running. Children must deny their real feelings and unmet needs. Siblings must not discuss with each other the family tensions and problems, and the family as a whole must present appearances of normalcy to the world. Thus, children from the narcissistic family oftentimes are given no choice but to say, if not believe, that everything at home is okay, even exceptionally happy. In reality, they endure uniquely insidious and, and devastating trauma, trauma that can take decades to unravel and heal from. Typically, the understanding comes slowly, if at all, and the healing does not begin until the survivor has established significant perspective and distance from the family of origin dynamics. Countless people that I've talked to that question and wonder, do I cut my family off? They seem really narcissistic. And as they dive into it and they start to learn more about narcissism, they're like, wow, these people are very narcissistic. And then they get to the place where like, I have to set boundaries. And sometimes I have to cut them off. And normally when I say this, like people like freak out. They're like, I can't do that because I have kids. I have grandkids. I have all this kind of stuff. I have all these ties. At the end of the day, like what really matters keeping the image because that goes back to the perfect parents the perfect family or the denial of the secrecy hiding it because you're afraid of the world or what they're going to think or afraid of what other people are going to think and what you should be afraid of is how devastating it is to yourself to your kids to your grandkids whoever it might be and on a day to day basis you have to know that the narcissist familial system wants to keep that secrecy wants to keep that facade. It's not just the idea of like, hey, I want my own mask. It's let's have our mask as a family that says we are the perfect family. We are the perfect people. Be like us. Make sure you tell your friends that you're happy. Make sure you tell your friends that this is a good relationship that we all have together when in, in reality, it's rotten. Is this you? 
Did you grow up in this kind of stuff? Repressed needs, hidden dysfunction, perfect parents, and denial and secrecy. Was that something that made up your family dynamic as you grew with a narcissistic mom, with a narcissistic dad, with both of them being toxic? Is that something you experienced? If it is, that's something that says right here at the very end, just to highlight it once again, that healing does not begin until the survivor has established significant perspective. You have to learn and understand as much as you can about it so that you get a perspective of the truth of the situation. The truth and the facts of the situation is what sets you free. And the second thing is you distance yourself from the family of origin dynamics. You distance yourself from the toxicity. This is why we say so much, go no contact, work on your growth and healing because you have to separate from the addiction. You have to separate from the toxicity in your life so that you can heal and you can grow and you have to become educated and aware of what it actually is. And I hope you'll do that today.